Welcome to the Whiteboard Series. My name is Christopher Bruns, a Cybersecurity Program Analyst here at Sadara. And what we're going to be talking about today is the NIST Cybersecurity Framework. What is the NIST CSF Framework? The NIST CSF Framework is from the National Institute of Standards and Technology, and CSF stands for Cybersecurity Framework. Why do we use a cybersecurity framework? The reason why we use a cybersecurity framework is so that we have a base to test people's security posture. Why are we testing people's security posture? Well, with all the things happening and with hacking and especially with schools and enterprise, there's a lot of need for increasing people's security posture. And using a cybersecurity framework, we're able to kind of grade people on an even scale so that everybody has the same opportunity to show their strengths and their weaknesses. What are the major sections of this framework? So the major sections are identify, protect, detect, respond, and recover. What do organizations usually struggle with? It's I generally see people struggle with the identify, sometimes with the protect, but usually with the identify. Why do people struggle with identify? Well, people struggle with identify because they don't always remember or have a good idea of what they have as far as technologies, applications, and uh, like endpoints and servers. Usually people, they'll put something on the network, they'll kind of forget that it's there, or they won't write it down. And so this is why identify is the top thing that we start with first and is the top of the security framework. Because if we don't know what, you know, if we don't identify what we have, we're not gonna be able to protect it. We're not gonna be able to detect bad things that are happening. We're not gonna be able to respond to those bad things. And we're definitely not gonna be able to recover. If we're working with school districts, sometimes a lot of those school districts will have tons of applications that are spread out over all their different departments like math, teaching, studer, uh, uh, tutoring, and uh, like gym and all that, but those are usually only known to the specific departments to which they're being used. So what we want to do is we want to identify all those critical applications, those critical components, the servers, so that we can develop a, uh, a program around the protecting and the responding and the recovering of those assets if those were to go down. And how does Sadara use this framework. So we'll use this framework to go through all of the different types of controls. We'll ask questions of the people that we are engaged with so we can get an idea of what their security posture looks like. And then from there, we're going to want to prioritize the issues that we see. If the issues are mainly in the identify section, we are going to be wanting to do asset management, application management, user endpoint management, and then start from there on how do we protect those assets. A lot of times people, you know, they struggle with the identify, but they also struggle with having good plans in place. So once we identify those things that we want to safeguard, then we have to put plans in place. So how are we going to recover those? How are we going to respond to a detected event? And how are you even going to detect certain events? Those are all the things that these frameworks allow us to do. So usually during a regular engagement, we will start with some general data collection. This data collection usually involves getting uh, a predefined list of plans and procedures that we like to see. 
Some of those involve a cybersecurity policy, backup and restore policies, disaster recovery policies. These kind of let us know at the beginning what these people and their organization's security posture is kind of looking like. From there, we're going to use the NIST CSF framework uh, to basically grade them on what their security posture actually looks like. We're going to go top down, going from the identified to the protect, detect, respond, and recover, and going in that order. You know, a lot of times these, these engagements can be rather long, but in order to make sure that people are doing what they say they're doing, we have to investigate all of those little things. And a lot of times what we find is that people have a lot of institutional knowledge in the things that they do. What we want to do is we want to take it out of people's heads and put it on paper so that when something happens, if that person isn't around, we know where to go and we know what to do. Um, this is really, really important for any organization, but you know, what we find is a lot of school districts usually have issues with this all the way up to major enterprises. So it's something that everybody needs to work on, and this is why we're using the NIST cybersecurity framework to do it. Right now, the version of the cybersecurity framework that we're using is version 1.1, but there is a 2.0 on the way. This 2.0 is going to have a lot of different uh, implementation um, objectives and just ways that we can use the framework in a better way. Because what NIST has found is that there are some ways that we can improve this framework and make it better as we go forward. Usually at the end of an engagement, we will like to give people a report. What this report usually details is all the information that we gathered from reviewing the NIST framework with uh, the company organization that we're tasked with engaged, engaging with. So usually this report will involve all the kind of major things that a company is doing and then what we're going to do is show gaps in their security posture. These gaps can be anything from not having policies to not having good asset management to not having a, uh, an antivirus um, solution uh, enabled for their endpoints. So all these things really accumulate into a grade. We'll give some points just to show people some metrics. And then from there, we use a, uh, what's called a POEM, which is a plan of actions and milestones to kind of show them where they should go from there. Because it's important that not only do we show these gaps, we show how to remediate these gaps. Because if we're not doing that, we're not really adding a ton of value to them. We can point out the problems that they have, but if we can't help them remediate those, then we're not really helping our clients out. Thank you for watching the Sidara Whiteboard series. If you have any more questions or concerns, please reach out to sidarasecurity.com and have a great day.